Hi, my friends. How are you? Welcome back. I know I have not put out an episode since like November, and you're probably like, where did she go? She hasn't done anything, or maybe you didn't even realize, and that's totally fine. We're all busy, um, but I'm back, and I am really looking forward to this very special three-part series that I have for Earth Month. Um, it is called Earthlings, and it is powered by the wonderful people over at Seedlip. So thank you for letting this happen, and I'm going to tell you more about the brand later on. Um, but why I thought this was super important is because there are people in my life that have used nature and used it as an inspiration for the work that they do, not only to heal themselves, but also to heal the world. And we're going to get into that because it is super important to discuss you know, how we're able to apply what helps us into our everyday lives and that can help other people as well. I'm super excited to be sitting down with my close friend, Ashley Lennon, today for episode one. Um, Ashley and I actually met online um, through Instagram, and I feel like that's a common occurrence for me, but that's why I love the internet. Um, And Ashley is the founder and creator of Museum of Peace and Quiet, which is a lifestyle brand based out of California. Um, On today's episode, we just talk about her relationship with nature and how at a young age she was able to find peace with herself by doing some mindful practices and, you know, her experience with burnout, stress, and how it affected her mental health and how she was able to find healing through nature. Of course, we get into more about the brand and how she got started, um, how her and her partner Christian got started, and all of that. I feel like this intro is not doing the episode justice, so I'm going to stop talking. Again, I just want to thank those of you that who listen and support the podcast. It means the absolute world for me, to me, um, that I'm just able to do what I love and to create this for you. So... If you feel inclined, I would love to just leave a nice little review on iTunes because that makes me happy um, and it'll just allow me to continue to do what I do. So we're going to stop talking. We're going to get into that episode and I hope I get to see you all soon. Okay, but quick message from our sponsors before we head into our episode. As some of you may or may not know, I really do not drink alcohol, mainly for the reason because alcohol really bloats me and makes me uncomfortable and I hate that feeling. So I am staying away from it and I'm always looking for non-alcoholic alternatives, mainly something that I can slowly sip on in social settings and make fun drinks out of. So it's been a fun journey. But with that, I'm so excited to share that our Earth Month series is actually sponsored by our friends over at Seedlip. So Seedlip is the world's first distilled non-alcoholic spirits on a mission to change the way the world drinks by connecting people to the wonders of the natural world. So crafted from the highest quality globally sourced spices, herbs, citrus, and barks, each expression celebrates the vast range of flavor that nature provides. 
So we have Aromatic, Spice 94, Herbal Garden 108, and Citrus Grove 42, which is my personal favorite, um, all of which have no alcohol, calories, or sugar. So you simply can top it with a splash of tonic or bubbly water or use it as a base for more complex recipes. So Seedlip is designed for that cocktail experience and makes crafting non-alcoholic drinks super easy at home. So if you are someone who does not drink alcohol or even someone that dies and want to try it out, we have a special code for Lemon Water listeners. So use code LEMONWATER at checkout for 10% off your first order. So we'll speak a little bit more on Seedlip later on, but now to our episode. Hi, Ash. How's it going? Hi, all is well over here. How are you? It's doing good. I'm so excited to finally have you. I feel like it was, it's been a long time coming and it's like weird that you haven't been on Lemon Water yet. Yeah, I'm so excited to be on here. So thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to just dive deeper and chat with you a little bit more. Mm -hmm, Of course. And I think that Having this around Earth Month, not just Earth Day, just makes sense because I think the brand and your mission is very aligned with what we're going to talk about. Um, But I just want to know, how have you been doing? What have you been up to? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm just taking it day by day, really. Just been doing a lot of inner work lately trying to stay inspired in many ways. Let me just introduce myself for those who don't know. (laughs) I mean, who Um, doesn't know? But yeah, definitely (laughs) let's start with that. So Ashley, who are you? I'm Ashley. I am the co-founder of Museum of Peace and Quiet. We are a California-based label with mindfulness and comfort in mind. And what do I do? Uh... That is such a loaded question sometimes because it's hard to box myself into one thing. But yeah, to keep it simple and keep it pushing, I just been focusing on building peace and quiet full time. And a little bit about myself and my background. I grew up in Temecula after high school. I relocated to Orange County for college, then moved to Los Angeles in my early 20s. And now I'm just back planting my roots in Costa Mesa. So you are literally a California girl. (laughs) All native, all the way. Born (laughs) and raised. Um, So if you guys do remember, for those who have been following Lemon Water for quite some time, we had a cute collaboration piece that we launched twice. And we know that you have been huge fans of it. So thank you for always supporting what we do. Um, but yeah, again, Ashley and I have been in touch for quite some time and really excited to finally have her on and to talk more about, you know, her day to day, some rituals and about the brand. So let's just talk more about peace and quiet. How did that come about? Um, okay. So, I mean, prior to starting peace and quiet you know i've always had an interest in fashion beauty alternative health and wellness and i've gone into a little bit of everything while juggling different jobs from styling 
visual merchandising, e-commerce and production. And then in 2017, I worked for a contemporary culture and wellness publication that really allowed me to dive deeper into the wellness space. And I founded the brand in 2019 alongside my husband and business partner, Christian. We have a really great synergy working together. So we share the same vision and goals. So it's been a true labor of love all the way. And did you have an idea of like when you first wanted to start it? Like, of course, when you start something, you do have some sort of a plan of what you wanted to like end up being. But when you first first started, what was the first product you made? And did you think that it would get to where it is now? It's pretty crazy. I mean, so just a little backstory. Um, in 2018, Christian was suffering from really bad panic attacks, which really took a toll on his mental health. And I was going through what I think was a mixture of burnout and stress from overworking. So we both took time off. We went on a a road trip. And I talk about this specific road trip to the Southwest all the time because it was really the start and inspiration behind Peace and Quiet. You know, we spent some time in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Sedona, Arizona, Marfa, Texas. And I came back from this trip feeling recalibrated and was really on a personal mission to devote myself into a hard reset and slowly build something intentional from the ground up that I felt to be really empowering and fulfilling, which has now evolved into what Museum of Peace and Quiet is today. So did that take over a year of doing those like small mini, like I say detox trips because really it's like we take little breaks, but was that over the course of a year or a few months? I mean, you named quite a few places and that all sounds beautiful and amazing. And I'd love to get out there one day, but, but how long did it take for you to really plant the seed and start working on that? It was really like, it took that year. I mean, when we first started like working on this together, we didn't know that it was going to be a brand. We kind of had like content around it. We took like a lot of photos. And so we were thinking like, oh, maybe this can be a magazine or something like a book. And so it started as like this Finsta. And then eventually we started to put out products. So it was super organic and like this slow growth. So I'm super excited to just see it from what it was. We didn't know to like what it is now. And I mean, it's always reflected in internal approach and figuring out how to embody all of these things that I like, but have my own voice. And I treat peace and quiet like this living, breathing thing that has a soul. And we're just pouring so much into it at the same time, raising awareness on the value of inner peace and mindful practices. Peace and quiet isn't a thing or a place, it's a feeling. And we're very intentional about the things we put out and the messaging behind it. It always has this relaxing, inviting and comfortable undertone to it. And it's almost like a stream of consciousness, right? Half of it is just archiving moments and ideas 
then organizing it into something tangible. And then the other half is just living it. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll get into it. um, We'll get into it a little bit more in terms of, you know, how you've been kind of taking the same approach this year and like trying your best to visit some places. But I think it has to do with also the minimalistic approach that the brand takes to like with the marketing or with the sayings, it's so simple. And I think that they can also kind of, yeah, yeah. And like it ties back to the simplicity of like nature. So it's something that's so simple and so, (laughs) I love this word, gentle, kind of ties back into like how the great outdoors really are and how they make us feel. So uh, the way I see it too, just about the brand of like, you're reading a sweater that just says natural. It, the word can mean so many other things to so many different people. Like whether it's like keeping your skincare routine natural or the food that you eat natural or your way of living, like so many different pillars and I think that when someone sees that word, it kind of just takes, I feel like I'm going on a, like a, a tangent and a ramble, <laughs> but it's just how you feel too. For sure. It's like I said, it's feeling it's like super based. Yeah. So I would love to get into not, I don't know if they've changed within the past year, but some routines and rituals that you kind of picked up on within the past year or the past year and a half that really have, you know, helped to bring you inner peace and calmness? Yeah. I mean, I always start my day with morning walks, stretching, breath work. I like to start slow before jumping into full work mode. I mean, I have many rituals depending on the day ahead and the mood that I'm in. Some are more complicated and some are as simple as making tea, but all of my rituals I consider to be radical acts of self-preservation. And also I've been journaling a lot more lately as well. There's something very sacred about writing things down and watching them happen in real life than looking back with a feeling of total completeness. It's like a little manifestation book too. For sure. That's why I keep all my journals you need to just write it's crazy to look back on it like I have a few different journals but the ones that I first used to do it in like a notepad on the um, on the app but I feel like just writing it down it's so different it's so much more powerful yeah so why is having a routine important for you um I think having a routine is important because it creates good habits it improves focus, organization, and productivity. And mostly it helps keep my gaze balance. You know, there's like the things that you have to do. And then there's the things that you want to do. And then there's the things that like you get to do because you have the time because you took care of everything that you needed to do. Mm-hmm. Well, as like a business owner, a, a pretty busy business owner, how do you manage? Like, how do you know what to prioritize? And like, Of course, I know you put yourself first, but how do you still know that there's time for work and quote unquote play, but it's not really play. It's just taking care of yourself. I mean, less screen time for sure. That like always gives me clarity and just spending more time outdoors in nature. I think 
it helps me deal with stress because it lets me get outside of my mind for a little bit and enjoy enjoy this change of scenery. And and then I just get inspired by nature. And then I implement that into what's going to come out in the next couple seasons. So it, everything always comes full circle for me, I feel like. And have you always had a close relationship to nature? Or is this just something that really developed in the past, I would say, three to four years? I mean, always living in Southern California, you have the best weather year round. So I grew up spending a lot of time outdoors. I always had this innate tendency to seek connections with nature and also being so accessible to state parks, beaches, and hikes. It has made it a big part of my livelihood. And how old were you when you kind of had that aha moment that like being outside and being immersed in nature really does make you feel better? And gives you that clarity too. I mean, sometimes when we're younger, like I wasn't enrolled in sports, but a lot of my friends were like enrolled in sports. So they were playing soccer outside and baseball and whatever that is. So they were just outside naturally. But for some kids, like, you know, they didn't really get that. So when, how old were you? So it makes sense when, like for me, when I became older, it was like taking walks was like that calming for me. But when did you realize that that was helping you? Um, I feel like I started to understand the connection at a young age. I knew that when I wasn't mentally in a good place, a lot of physical ailments started to pop up. And I think a little bit later, once I learned about meditation, that connection became crystal clear. So, I mean, I would say in my young adult, but then like I knew it in the back of my mind in childhood, but it just all started to come together you know, Wait, how old were you when you started meditating? I mean, I started meditating when I was like in high school, about to graduate. And I was just... So this is a pre-Headspace app, everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, this was like 2009. <laughs> so um, I was pretty young and I felt like I was just... For me, it was more of like a energy. It was more of my like my energy felt drained all the time. And I was trying to figure out ways to sort of boost myself back up. And I started to read and really just dig my head into researching alternative ways because I couldn't accept what the doctors were telling me. And so I'm like, there has to be another way. And then that's when I found meditation and I've held on to it since then. And I think that's when I really started to understand that connection. I mean, that the means it's been in your life for quite some time. So that's really powerful. Also, the fact that you were in high school and did that yourself. Like I did what either my mom told me to do or what my doctor told me to do. I did not do any research. Actually, that's a lie. I would always search on WebMD for those like, like you know, when you search your symptoms and they <laughs> look, you're dying, you're, you're literally dying. It doesn't matter what, like it could be a headache and you're dying. So that's actually when I developed like crazy anxiety. So I don't know what you found on the web at that age, but like I was always so freaked out going online and like typing in anything. But now I know it was anxiety. Yeah, I mean, it's never a right or wrong time to find meditation or any of these practices. So how I- did you know what you had to do? Like, I think 
it's for me, I think when I look back at my high school self, it was so hard for me to take myself that seriously and not saying that meditation is serious, but the act of stillness and mindfulness, like I, I truly believe like it, it would be amazing to install that in children. Right. But like for you to learn that on your own, like, how did you go about doing that? I think for me, I just, I was like a really deep teenager and like, I loved philosophy and I loved just like researching things and questioning things and finding things out on my own. So I think there was always me trying to search for something bigger than what is said, bigger than what is presented and and just bigger than myself. So I think that's what really just struck a chord in me, really. Wow. Okay. So within the past year... Again, I'm so jealous you live where you live, but within the past year, how have you, how have you been using nature, but also how has your relationship with nature changed this, this year? Um, Well, now living in a beach town, I'm spending way more time near the coast and it's been very healing for me. I always find myself wanting to be near natural bodies of water the ocean, hot springs, a random river, like just super big water energy. And I just... You would never be able to do it in the cold. I don't... Like, I feel like you in Canada would break in half. (laughs) Oh, for sure. No, I'm not good at the cold. I can handle like at the beach because the water temperatures do get sort of cold, but that's actually really good therapy um, to just go in for like 30 seconds, whatever you can handle, step out, be in the sun and then go back in. It's... um, it's a little bit similar to bath contrast therapy. Right. Yeah. Cold showers right after. So I just, I find it super healing and it's just something that I enjoy. And I really try to implement in my daily as, as much as I can really. And you're so lucky you have a dog that gets you out. Oh, for sure. That's another thing. Like having a dog, it really gets you outside. Even when you don't want to be outside, you have to just kind of, and it's a good habit to, just wake up, go outside. It's a good way to start the day, set the tone, and then get to it. Okay. Now, I want to know, since you've been to so many places, what were some of your favorites and why? Um, I would have to say the desert. Which one? I love visiting Sedona. So... It's this quirky, quiet little red rock town in Arizona. And it's always been such a big treat for me. And I will always go out of my way to visit. Always. Like, I think I've been there the past three birthdays. I'm always like, I don't want to go to somewhere or do anything crazy. I just want to go to Sedona and like go on a hike. So I love to visit the desert and also because I can't do good in cold. So I'm always like in the sun. Okay. So Sedona is the favorite place. Sedona is. Um, Would you ever move to the desert? I think for a couple months in the year, like I think we've talked about this before, but there's something about just being in the middle of nowhere with Christian, my, my husband and my dog and our art. Like I can totally live and do what I do just out in the desert, you know? And that's also like the the joy and benefit for being able to work for yourself too. Like you can decide where you want to be like situated. And also, yeah, you don't have anything else to pay attention to. 
Yeah. And I think it's a privilege to be able to sort of get up and just be able to work anywhere and focus on, you know, building what, building your business. That's crazy. Do you have anything like planned or coming up? Um, I mean, I've just been going with the motions, really. I mean, we have pretty big things um, for the company at the moment that should be coming out soon. We're taking a quick break from that episode with a message from our sponsors over at Seedlip. Founded by Ben Branson in 2015, Seedlip marries his 300-year English farming heritage with a love of nature, flavor, and design. Seedlip is the world's first distilled non-alcoholic spirits on a mission to change the way the world drinks by connecting people to the wonders of the natural world. As we continue to prioritize our health and well-being, Seedlip offers a welcome moment of pause to reflect, reset, refocus at the end of every day or week. Create space for yourself through these little rituals like winding down with a delicious non-alcoholic cocktail using the sophisticated alternative. Delivered directly to your door via seedlipdrinks.com slash CA. And just a reminder for Lemon Water listeners, you can use code LEMONWATER at checkout for 10% off your first order. Now back to our episode. So most recently, you guys finally dropped the beautiful home stuff, which I love. Um, so that was a, definitely a shift from the clothing to home. So what what made you finally, like, I know you had like bigger plans. You do have bigger plans for the brand, but it's how, how did you finally decide like, okay, like we're going to switch from clothing to home stuff? I mean, it was always a point for us to do something outside of apparel and sort of just expand the brand. I mean, the way that we see it is sort of like Ralph Lauren, how he just sort of everything, everything. He has subsidiaries, a restaurant. Exactly. (laughs) So it really is like a lifestyle and anything that we include in our lives. And just, it's really like a reflection of our spirit. So that's not bound by clothes or home goods. Just it's more than that. Right. And it makes so much sense. So many of us are, well, we're all spending so much time at home. And I think that everyone is trying to make their space as beautiful and comfortable as possible. So why not? Yeah, exactly. So how else are you implementing like outdoor activities daily? I mean, you could just go sit outside Exactly. And you like, work all the time. Yeah. I mean, I always start the day with micro doses of nature, like I said, 30, 45 minute walks, or even macro doses of nature, like spending a few days at a national park. Um, but it's definitely been super, just a part of my day is spending time outdoors and also just sunbathing. Something simple as that is like... And to get your vitamin D. I mean, yeah, the vitamin, the natural vitamin D intake is amazing. Do you ever like have this? It's so hard because like we're so glued to our phones and technology, but do you make it a point to like, when you do take those like two days off and you guys head out wherever you do, do you try your best to kind of disconnect and shut your phone off? I know it's so hard because you feel like you like need to know what's going on at all times, especially like running a business. So do you do that? And like, what are some tips that you have? Absolutely. I do that even on the weekends. Like I make it a more 
major part of my life just because I started to see how it helps with anxiety and just, I mean, it really is. A was your mind like the first time that you did that? Was your mind racing when you weren't by your phone or naturally you just felt good all of a sudden? Naturally, I just felt really good. And then it also gave me something to catch up on later. I think it was also because before any of this, I would say like two years ago, I was always glued to my phone and I always never wanted to skip a beat. And I was always like doing all these things. And now I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like, it's going to be there. And I've even thought about getting a light phone at one point, which it's literally- What are those? I don't understand. They look like toys. Like a cricket phone. So it's like a, like a super just old school phone. It has no apps, literally just mobile and text. And that's pretty much it. But I was thinking of just like switching here and there to like my main phone to like a light phone, just to really like cement that like tool into- my just like on the weekends or something but no it's been it's definitely something that i choose to turn off at some points of the day and it's even important for me to not wake up and reach for my phone that's something that i've been doing in the last year and it's been it's been super helpful like it's, it's so hard for me i can't do it yeah no you say you can't do it but i think once you, I think if I fell asleep with, if I put my phone in another room, that would help. I would be able to do it because when I wake up, it's not there. Yeah. But if I wake up and it's there, I'm going to reach for it. I know it's hard, but it's also like I have just, I, I guess I have a like really good self discipline. And I, and when I wake up, I always try to get up and start the day first before, because I know once I look at my phone, it's over. It's, over. <laughs> it's like, it's over. It's done. It's, email calls it's all of these things and then it just it's such a sidetrack so I'm just trying okay so wait does Christian also not go on his phone no he he has to and I feel like because I have the luxury of having him be able to like respond to some things and take care of that and it's like okay I can sort of like be off my phone for like a second no he's very like I literally, I was like, there's like no that. way he can be as he he'll try, but it just, it never happens. So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> he just has to get done in real time. So I feel like if there was some way that it was mandatory for like, if someone threw my phone in a river that I would like be able to do it. I just, I can't like self-discipline is so I admire you. Thank you. No, it's it's a hard thing to do. It really is. And it took a while for me to get used to just having that be a part of my day, like waking up, not reaching for the phone. And I mean, it helps a lot. Yeah. I want to talk. I want to talk about, like, I feel like I should have mentioned it earlier, but the Peace and Quiet app which is like literally made to bring you peace during the day. And I feel like there's a, like, I've always seen like white noise apps, but I never saw an app or even like, I'm sure there's a Spotify playlist somewhere in the universe, but an app that really has centralized all these like nature sounds. And let's talk about that for those of you listening who have never seen the app or used the app, Peace and Quiet literally made this app for your phone that when you click on it, it opens up and there's like nine, sounds 
there is not, I did the math in my head, like the grid. <laughs> There's nine sounds that are like mixed with nature, like fire crackling. Um, what else is there? Ash. There's wind chimes. There's so many and you just click it and the sounds play and I think you can mix them up. So how did you think of that? Um, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that. I think this was actually something that we had in the beginning. We just never sort of like, we're in a rush to let it out. But I think when we finally got the chance to sit down and design it and source the sounds, it was a really good little project for us. And it was just a way for us to connect with our community without having to, to buy something. Yeah. We wanted to offer it for free and just for you to have a little part of peace and quiet in your pocket, in your phone, and just something super accessible. So that was the main takeaway for that. Was it um, in comparison to like the products that you make, was it easier or harder? It was a little bit tough just because it's like super on the tech savvy side. But um, with that said, we're actually going to be launching a volume two version of it. So oh, this is an exclusive. An exclusive. Yeah. Um, we're working on that now. We're going to add a little bit more sounds and have it be a little bit more interactive and add these little fun things. So we're just working on some kinks now. And that, well, should be that was going to be my second question. Like, or can we look for any other like fun freebies? I say like fun, more like interactive things, but it looks like you already are working on that. Yeah, update will be coming soon. So it's just literally an update. If you already have it, you can update it. And what are you most looking forward to this year? Other than people getting vaccinated in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> I think, I mean, a lot of it is just like freedom. I mean, I think, I think we're all waiting for like the okay to like come back out of hiding again, you know? Um, so that I feel be- like you will still be in your little hiding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always hiding. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I'm super excited. And I really want to just do more things in real life and host events. And there's a lot of things that we wanted to do this year that we couldn't. And hopefully we can pick back up where we left off. But I think it was a blessing. I think this year was definitely a blessing for a lot of people to be able to as much as like, it's been extremely heartbreaking and unfortunate what has gone on. But I think for a lot of people, it gave us, sadly, it gave us like the green light to kind of, you know, look inside and, you know. I mean, I agree 100%. And I, I, think, I don't think that's being talked about enough either, like the positive things that came out of this year. Either. So it's kind of, it's refreshing to see those who think otherwise and like don't think of it as like you know like this devastating thing that happened and we can look at the other side and sort of be more optimistic about it and i'm super optimistic about it and i just see the more the positives that came out and i really hope though like of course i do anticipate a lot of people probably you know going back to going back to the way things were but I think for me, it was so nice to see people really getting in tune 
with themselves with nature like I saw like a whole community of guys getting on like bicycles that I never thought I would see like you know doing those long bike rides going camping like it sounds so cheesy but just being more wholesome we're just like I mean I was never someone to like go out and like always need to be around people but of course it was so nice and so beautiful to see my friends but just spending time outside and spending time with your like direct you know your inner bubble and just like cooking meals at home like so many things that a lot of people just didn't get the opportunity to do before and I hope that you know they you took time to work on yourself I guess but I I know that it's so relative for everyone for sure no I agree 100% um okay well I want to ask you what is your favorite wellness ritual um my favorite wellness ritual uh I mean I guess like I mentioned before about the contrast bath therapy I take that kind of seriously I mean I have my Sundays that are reserved for just my self-care days I guess you can say but take bath soaks and I do like the face mask, that whole thing. And it's just everything happens on Sunday. Everything happens for Sundays. Like do not disturb, like full on. Um, So I love doing that. I won't be texting you anymore on Sundays. No, it's okay. I like, I like, I like speaking and communicating, but um, just as far as just that I know that there's a day that I can just like not make plans. It's the Sunday. And I'm like, okay, this is where I can squeeze in all the things that I need to do to replenish my energy for the week coming forward. Mm-hmm. Are you still, are you still doing your workouts from home? Like, are you doing workouts from home? Yeah, I am here and there. I mean, like that's, I really don't go out like to like the gym or anything. I do everything from home late, especially lately. Like I don't really work out too heavily in the first place. I'm just I find that that's like the hardest part for me and like that's the oh, only thing I'm, from home from home really I yeah so easy and just like you're just in your own zone yeah. and you can just feel you're just free-flowing basically it's like free yeah. <laughs> I think I miss like more so like the boot camp styles Oh my god! You have to do that, like in person. I know you're laughing, but I feel like you can do like yoga at home, and you could do Pilates at home. But at home, I'm so limited to like I'm complaining, but I really can't do a hard workout at home because my bed's right there. Yeah, and you're just too comfortable, and you're not really held accountable. There's not anybody like looking over you and like training and like (laughs) correcting anything. So I yelling. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally get that too, um, which is so funny. But yeah, I, have way, to- I think like going on long hikes is actually the only way I've been able to get my steps in this year. I mean, that's really what more can you do? I mean, that's kind of something simple, you know, gets the job done. Yeah. Well, so are you going anywhere anytime soon? Um, I haven't made any travel like or any plans anytime soon, but who knows? That's crazy. I feel like you always are somewhere though. And when I say somewhere, I'm not saying she's hopping on a plane and going to like, I mean, just driving out literally two yeah, hours. Yeah, that always happens like spontaneously. Like we'll just go for a drive or something. But 
as far as like travel plans, like out of the state or anything, no, I haven't really planned, even though I do want to go to like back to Utah or Texas or, you know, well, Texas is fully open, babe. Exactly. Somewhere like close, but so far. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where I end up. Yeah. Okay. Wait, um, before we go, I feel like I want to know what you're most looking forward to. I know like the world opening back up, but anything that listeners should have their eyes peeled on for peace and quiet. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of collaborations in the works um, that should be coming out this year. I would say like more than two or three um, really good ones that are, that we're working on. So um, I'm super excited for it. And I hope um, everybody is too, but it's been a while in the making for some and for it to be finally out is like the best feeling. Right. Like working uh, on something for over a year yeah, and then like, finally it's a lap stretch. So yeah. it, it's coming soon. And what I love so much about the brand is all the campaigns that you guys put out really are immersed with like, okay, how to use this technically, but in nature too. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole, I mean, we're super inspired by nature and it's something that is just so, so like organic and not overproduced when it comes to like the photo shoots and everything. It's super simple. It's just like a day in the park with me and Christian and he'll just shoot something and I have it on and then that's it. It's not like this thing where we, like have to plan it. And then it's just, it comes easy, which I'm super thankful for. The brand is, you know, it's easy. It, it can, yeah, I can tell like you are very peaceful about like, I know this sounds so weird, but the whole, it just looks calming. Exactly. You know? I think that's the point too. It's like, when you look at the Instagram grid, it's like, you have this feeling of it's just relaxing and you can just feel like there's not a lot going on. It's super just straight to the point. It's right there. And it's it's just aesthetically pleasing. I loved the baby goats. Oh my gosh. Right? They're just so comfy. And like, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> goats are so comfy. I think it also just makes everyone happy. Baby goats just like spark joy. Yeah, that, that one was fun. That, that photo shoot was special. It was actually taken place in Canada. So it was. Yeah, it was. I didn't know that. I thought it was in LA for some reason. Oh, no, that one was in Canada. It was like it was in Vancouver, cool. probably. Yeah. So that one was special, and that one was it was close to my heart. But we had to use the baby goat. <laughs> I requested it <laughs> from the farm. Okay. I feel like we've covered it all. I don't even know how long it's been, but. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in, Ash. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you. And I'm so thankful for your friendship. And thanks for finally coming on and sharing a little bit more about you, Christian, and the story of Peace and Quiet. And that's it, babe. Needed to hear it. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed speaking with you and I will speak with you soon.